Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's up? It's Matt Valdez to tell you about our friends over at SeatGeek Drab. I told you last week about going to the Orioles homestand against the Angels. I locked in. I locked in. I got $71 tickets, row 14 behind home plate. I'll be watching Anthony Rendon refuse to play. I'll be able to smell Adley Rushman's sweat. I'm excited, and I got it all through SeatGeek. Hey, nothing like baseball season. Very excited for opening day and to spend my summer out at the ballpark, especially those 1 o'clock games where I can head over to Nats Park, put my feet up, maybe sneak into the Odyssey Suite, see some listeners out there. Love baseball season, and it's just around the corner. You guys got to get ready for this. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to download the SeatGeek app, and of course you're going to be looking for those green dots. Green means go. That's right. There's over 70,000 events with SeatGeek, including concerts, sporting events, festivals. I know the ACC tournament is going to be here in D.C. And if you want tickets, like Drab said, look for the green dot for the best deals for the ACC tournament using SeatGeek. Every ticket is backed by SeatGeek's buyer guarantee. And SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. That's right. You also don't have to deal with shady ticket guys outside of Verizon Center or outside the ballpark. You don't have to worry about fake tickets or anything like that with SeatGeek. All right. You guys are going to download the app, the SeatGeek app. You're going to use our code BITSEASON, all one word, for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's right. Use our code BITSEASON and sign up today. See you at the game, Drab. See you there, pal. the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports, it's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just choking on the junkies, yeah, it's bit season, what a time to be alive, bit season, couple of regular guys, it's bit season, go have yourself a laugh, it's bit season, ha 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 What's going on, everybody? This is Bit Season, episode 119. I'm Drab T-shirt. I'm Matt Valdez. Hope everyone had a great President's Day weekend, had the extra day of R&R. Hey, if this show is anything like uh, the warm-up we just had, it's going to be a good one. You know, like when a pitcher is, is warming up on the mound before the game, and you know just he's got it today? I know what you mean. Uh, sometimes you're on the range, and you're just, it's a stripe it's a, it's a stripe show, and you're, and you're going, today might be a good day. Does it ever <laughs> fall apart shortly after that? A lot of times, yes. It could, that could be this episode, it's, but Valdez and I were just recording some stuff, and it was like Rich Eisen and Dan Patrick. <laughs> it felt like old school sports center. It was pretty good. I got to admit, felt good, Valdez. Maybe we do have some talents deep down in there somewhere. All of a sudden, it just climbed its way out of us. All right, guys, we are officially into bit season on the calendar. We are 
post Super Bowl. We're having a, a good time. You know, of course, there's always a lot of discussion about, you know, when does bit season actually start? What exactly is bit season? And for those who haven't been, you know, well indoctrinated, it's the, it's the calendar after the Super Bowl, pretty much. It's, it's post NFL. It just means we can screw around more. It doesn't mean that everything we do is going to be uh, a bit. NFL will still carry us. And the passion of the local fan base who are interested in what the commanders are going to do, it doesn't matter if they have the second pick or the 21st pick, it will always be our bell cow. But we can mix in more stuff, screw around more often. Like Like on Mondays, we don't have to spend four hours talking about about a game. It's it's. I equate it to the the hand test. That's that's prime bit season at the combine when you everyone measures the hands of the quarterback. We're going to do that for the twentieth time, right? <laughs> Valdez, let me ask you: On Monday of this week, did you spend five seconds thinking about our presidents? Yes, when I put gas in my car, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Now I, it's because I use cash. I, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I thought about him about 4 p.m. when I said, what should I? I always feel like on these holidays, right? MLK Day, Labor Day, Memorial. Should I, I, should I, a moment of silence, right? Should I spend a moment of silence thinking about our presidents or celebrating our, our talking about them? I don't even, I'll be honest, I don't know if they change the meaning of President's Day. When I was young, I just assumed it was for Washington and Lincoln and like this is somewhere in between their birthdays. Yeah, that's, yeah. Is it still about Washington or Lincoln or are we honoring Biden and Trump as well? I good really que- don't know. Good question. Good question. I don't know the answer to that either. I, too lazy to look it uh, up. <laughs> I just always assumed we, uh, it, it's for, it's for uh, very past presidents. Founders of the nations. Okay, so that's, that's what I were honoring. Ben there. Franklin doesn't get honored. No, although I did see him on a float in some sort of parade uh, for pres- There's a yes. President's Day parade. I, I thought it, it was either in Alexandria or Leesburg. Mm-hmm. I saw some sort of parade, and uh, that is a lame parade. It made, you know, the President's <laughs> parade, and that actually it made me smile. Yeah, who doesn't like a parade? Well, nobody like. Uh, personally, I don't like a February parade in in Virginia, but. I don't know. It just looked. It just looked kind of fun. It's something. To, it's something to take your kids to. You know, I was having some fond memories, reminiscing when I saw my kids come home on Valentine's Day with all their valentines and all their candy. Oh yeah, and I was, was just thinking like that was a great school holiday. It was such a great school holiday. Halloween was a great school holiday. No, not at our. I've told you, not at not at oh, Christ yeah, yeah, the King yeah, Elementary right, yeah. Band Holiday. <laughs> Yeah, you're also no, no evil. No, yeah, speak no yeah, evil. Yeah, no, no slam dancing no. At, at the homecoming and drab school. We always had we had the Christmas holiday, we had Valentine's, and I think we had a, a St. Patrick's Day. Holiday. St. Patrick's great school holiday. Great, but what do you? What do you? You don't really give anything out that day. You don't really get anything for for St. Patrick's Day. No. I mean, you wear you wear green. You, you I think a lot of sugar gr- cookies. I mean, you, green you, sugar cookies. You wear green, and and mm-hmm. you get to do the pinching. Yes, yeah. Salt. <laughs> Nowadays, yes. I don't Back know if then, they're still allowed to to do that to each other. Back then, pinching. I, I, my world was rocked. Why and, is that? Uh, and I don't know when this was. I think this might have been in eighth grade um, when it was St. Patrick's Day, and then I don't. So we were at like the cafeteria, and then Zach said said something about 
she was a, to Heather about how she wasn't wearing green, and she says my underwear are green. Now that it wasn't in like a sexy way, yeah, but it was just that's just what you say if you don't want to get pin- mm-hmm. what you get pinched. I, I've but, used that line, a but few my time. Wor- my world was rocked <laughs> in the eighth grade. That's when you that's when your <laughs> panty fetish started. <laughs> yeah, that, that day, that day, that mm-hmm. March seventeenth is when I became a man. I was gonna I was gonna say something, but sometimes sharing too much information is is too much. So I'm gonna back off the the pedal here a little bit. I was gonna embarrass myself, and maybe ask you to delete something later. But um, I'm gonna just move past my intrusive intrusive thoughts right now. I'm sorry. We, well, I said panty fetish, and then my mind started racing to tell you something. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold back. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, hey, maybe only uncensored. Yeah. <laughs> uncensored. <laughs> Yeah. Was it bit or well, maybe when Bit Night comes out? Bit Night, yeah. <laughs> Forever in, uh, in in progress. Bit Night. Uh-huh. All right, we had a, we had a good week this week. I, I, I'm thinking. I always say that, but some good episodes. Mixing in some of the bits, some of the uh-huh. non sports stuff. What really jumped out to you, Valdez? I know we got a list of some stuff to talk uh, about um, here. But- actually, I I want to go. I want to go back to I guess on Friday, Friday mm-hmm. show. Um, oh, uh, that was embarrassing. That was really embarrassing. I felt it was it was cringe, as the kids say. It was, it was very cringe. Uh-huh. I am I'm holding up my embar- I'm holding up my end of the embargo. Right. All right. Um, but I I this is this what is, this happened. Is, this is my pro- this is my problem. You went from zero to a hundred. I, I did. I did go from zero to to one hundred. Uh, but coming, it, especially coming off the embarrassment of the, the Twitter Super meltdown. Bowl, yeah, the Super Bowl prediction, yeah. all that, uh-huh. all that nonsense. I I got upset, and and and, and I'm, I'm guessing most people are going to say that uh, the Ravens are a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can think that, but I got upset because. I felt like somebody was trying to tell me something about what I'm an expert on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not an expert. But you felt like you were an expert I until felt like last I, Friday. Yeah, I felt like I was an expert. Uh-huh. It would be like it would be like somebody try like telling you the sky is green when you're looking up at it and it's blue. It's I, it's like it's like I got I got angry at the at just at the flippant just make s up yeah. as as you're going on as as the as it was going on and that's what triggered me well i have to tell you it it stu- maybe i just have an anger problem well uh, maybe but it usually only happens with with baltimore sports stuff but so i was doing something else i was kind of half listening and i didn't hear the exact setup of it but next thing I knew, like out of nowhere, you're screaming, you're a liar, you're a liar. And I was like, it, 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 like it shocked me, woke me up. And I'm like, oh my God, what is going on here? And then because I didn't hear that, like I was like, why is he so angry all of a sudden? Like that was just a casual conversation. And you were just like so adamant about Ray Lewis does, is, doesn't come out and do this song and dance all the time for the Ravens, which I guess it was just almost felt like a throwaway comment by EB, but it really triggered you. It was a, well. It's just I thought it. I thought it was just a falsehood. Mm-hmm. It was a, a complete fra- fabrication. I, I mean, it wasn't. I could. I found 2018. 
Now, I will I will say that that's also when he was inducted in the Hall of Fame that they trotted him out there in his gold jacket. What about but, what about the five videos that I pointed out that I saw on I, YouTube? You didn't show me any of the five videos. I know people showed me mm-hmm. the the Texans game, but that was with Laura Rutledge pregame, and he was on the everything ES- has an asterisk next to it. It was with the it was the ESPN crew. I've already I've already admitted my L. I've okay. moved on. I actually I actually Venmoed Eric a thousand dollars. I like that. I like that move by you but that was almost like not a serious thousand dollars even though you transferred a thousand dollars out of your bank account right over to eric i sent a thousand dollars right over to eric it was almost like um shut up and leave me alone you want like well he won he won i gave it you knew he wasn't going to keep it because he had already said i don't want you i actually i actually um Later that was it later that, yeah later that day I actually apologized to Eric and mm-hmm. I apologized because I because uh, uh not because of the fight because it was entertaining and and hey, it was excellent radio um yeah I apologized for calling him a liar because I because I think that's that's the most tr- triggering thing that you can do to somebody is to call him a liar you can call someone an a hole all you want. But I think liar is almost bigger than that. So I so I apologize for calling him a liar. It felt bad uh, after thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I've I already embarrassed myself. I don't have no other. Those are those liar is is one of those well, li- words. A liar yeah. is a very it's a very when JP cut when JP cut, calls me a liar, I get very angry. I know that's why I that's why I, I used it in the mm-hmm. heat of the moment. Yeah, is is that any time I didn't know how else to discredit Eric. Because Eric is just using anecdotal ev- evidence by it, mm-hmm. by just saying he's out, he comes out of the tunnel all the time. Okay, well, what evidence do you have by it? I don't know. I just see it all the time. <laughs> all right. So I th- I actually mm-hmm. think I have him by the balls. Yeah, but it's uh, that's what the annoying people do when you know something's true, right? JP does this, as I just said, annoying people. <laughs> where you where you know something is true, right? And then they say, "Tell me when." Tell me when. So you're supposed to provide examples of exact things off the top of your head when something you know you've seen a hundred times and it's very hard to do is to provide that evidence. Yeah, but don't you, you know? think that's necessary? Well, no, because nobody has a brain like that, right? Like you could say uh, Geno Smith throws interceptions all the time, right? Uh-huh. right? And, and then you – well, maybe that's a terrible example, but I'm just spitballing here, right? And then you say, And I would say, no, he doesn't. And then I'd, uh, what games? Name the games or something. Like, that would just be, I don't know. I've seen it, right? Like, I, I don't know off the top of my, or Geno Smith throws backbreaking interceptions. No, he doesn't. Well, what games? I don't know. I just know I've seen it somewhere out there. And so it's hard sometimes when you, when I, I, I'm on Team Eric where you were, where you were like, provide examples. Well, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Well, don't you need that in an, any kind of argument? An Not necessarily. Well, sure, if we're in a courtroom, sure. <laughs> if you have time, I see it on Twitter all the time. It drives. It, sometimes it drives me nuts. Well, that's what drive. Well, sometimes that's what drives me nuts. That and that's what drove me nuts then. Is that you're just say that you're just saying something, but you didn't. Then you have and you have nothing. For it to stick to, yeah. I just, I just thought, I just thought I caught Eric with his pants down. That's all. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. Is that I thought I caught him with his pants down and a complete lie about it because in my brain I'm going through every every single big 
big game, playoff game, big moment or whatever in my brain. And I'm like, Ray doesn't come out. What's, what the what the hell is he talking about? All right, so that's, so that's what I'm doing in my head, and I and I I feel like I got him. What what about more importantly, the fact that you took your ball, and went home, and you say I'm done talking I Ravens. I am done. talking I'm no Ravens. longer the Ravens I've, guy well, on this well, show. Well, I've embarrassed myself the last two times completely in the with the Ravens. So why so why would I why would I do that? Because like why, it's you're being a poor sport. You're not shaking hands after a game. Why they? You were they, raised. They obviously know more than I do about the team. I know, but you did the same thing on Twitter, right? Where you said I quit Twitter because you got into, uh, you know, you didn't like people's commentary to you on Twitter, which is fine. You're not paid to give your thoughts on Twitter, <laughs> yeah, so I'm I paid stayed. To give my, uh, yeah, right. You're paid to you're give your thoughts on on the air, right? You're such paid to work. Inside, you're paid to work on the joke. show. Yeah, you're paid I'm, to provide. Uh, I'm not, paid by Odyssey. I'm not paid by Elon Musk. Hundred <laughs> percent, right? And you, your role on the show. Sure, you're a producer, but you're not. A silent producer, just like um, uh, Stern's producer, JD Harmeyer. JD, I said JT. <laughs> JD isn't pay- paid necessarily to provide commentary, but he's paid by the Stern Show. I'm serious, <laughs> okay? So you're paid by Odyssey to give your commentary on the air. Uh-huh. Now you were wrong about something. You were embarrassed, and you said, "I'm never talking Ravens again." And uh-huh. here's the thing: you're stubborn. I know you're stubborn, <laughs> and so you're going to try to hold on to this as long as possible and to prove a point. That of course. you can hold out and that, that you, you I mean, hold a gr- you mean, hold a you mean what you say. I do. Uh, so what I want. So what, uh, tell me what, what, uh, what do you want? You, I, well, here's what I want. I want you to come on the air tomorrow and I want you to say, hey, Eric, can I have a moment, please? And say, I would like to apologize to you for calling you a liar last year on the last week on the air during this segment. I was wrong. I called you a liar. But also. I thought I got caught up in my emotions and I said, I'm never talking Ravens again. That was wrong and not fair to the listening audience. So I'd like to retract <laughs> that comment well, and listen- share my thoughts on the Ravens anytime you guys ask. Well, the, listen- me. Well, the listening audience might, might not want my opinion. I, I, I think that's more, I think that's more of a factor than you think. I think the listening audience thinks that I, I, I think too highly of myself that I think I'm some omnipotent the Ravens expert. I need you to be the Baltimore sports guy because you know, I can't have JP being the O's expert <laughs> and being the Ravens expert on the show. Oh, trust me. I've, I've, I've no, no, no. This is no, JP will just regurgitate what PJ Glasser tells him about mm-hmm. the Ravens. Hey, I've used this line before on the show. You, you can't win them all, Valdez. You're going to lose an argument here and there. Sometimes you embarrass yourself. Uh, well, I did. So hold on. So you want me? You value my Ravens opinion, is I, what you're telling me. I, yes. And it's think, ne- necessary think, on the show because the guys don't know anything about the Ravens. I know, but I clearly showed I don't know anything. You don't know everything, but you know something. Okay? <laughs> you don't clearly don't know everything. That's true. But how do but I... something is but better how do than I nothing. Pro- how do I prove that I know what I'm talking about now? I'm in, I am in such a deep hole. With Ravens mm-hmm. that I don't know if I'm able to climb out of it. You're in a hole. It's not looking good. You've lost the expert quiz with we brought in the guys from Baltimore and Barstool. Although, no, 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 no. You could. Uh, all right. Well, the third, the third part of that was very subjective. You said they were going to beat the Dolphins or they were going to cover the spread or something. And then you lost that bet. 
I just I believe I, me. I got someone DMing me every week about when Valdez <laughs> has a wrong prediction about the Ravens. Well, I, I was very right about one for big three thing. quarter. You were right about the, for three quarters about the Dolphins game or something. Oh my god, that was two seasons ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know. Um, uh, I was very right about the Lamar contract thing. I mean, I could you wore, been... but you also said let him go. I know because that's that's what the fan that's what my fan mm-hmm. wanted. So, yeah, the Ravens are a trigger for you. <laughs> no, I, I, no, everyone's no. got triggers. No, no, no. It's no. It would be a trigger. No, no. Ravens aren't a trigger. It's, it's. I guess it's me thinking I know more than I do, because like if if JP talk if JP talks golf, mm-hmm. all right, that would trigger me, because I don't think he understands like what he's talking about. Like when. And I had to bite my tongue, and it's it's not Tiger Woods related, but when you just but when JP goes, well, there's Tigers injured all the time and withdraws all the time. All right, yeah, like but he only plays like three, two, three things a year. I, I could spend the rest of the year trying to figure out why JP takes shots at golf but plays it all the time. I, I know it I don't makes understand. no sense but, to me. But but I bite but I bite my tongue on that. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a it's a it's an expert thing. If I feel like I if I feel like I know more than you about mm-hmm. something and you're telling me about something I know more of. I think that's a triggering thing. Think of it. Think of it as in a um, in a work environment. Yeah. OK. And you uh, and you have a subordinate telling you at your job what you should be doing. Don't you think don't you think that would just rankle you? Of course. I, and then obviously we're in an environment that encourages bickering and back and forth and everything like that. We're not mm-hmm. in in some sort of professional environment. But I just didn't really think it was that big of a shot. No, uh, I didn't either, but I just I felt I felt like I was uh, it was being challenged. Right. And I and I chal- and I pushed back and I thought I thought I had him in the crosshairs, and I didn't realize I had a sniper just blow my brains out. You is got, that, is you, that explained well yeah. enough? You got out. I got outmaneuvered. You I got, got outmaneuvered, outplay, I got outplay. outdebated, outsmarted by EB when it comes to who knows more. No, and the most embarrassing, and the For most embarrassing thing, that, the most embarrassing thing mm-hmm. is that not only was I outmaneuvered and outflanked, but it was also on my home turf. Yeah. You were unprepared. I, you know the saying: you, you come at the king, you best not miss. Well, you know what? I, you know what I did is I took a, I took a, I missed a layup. I missed a layup, mm-hmm. and I sh- and I thought I had a slam dunk right in front of me. Again, the worst part of it is you missed the layup, and then you just and kicked then, open and, the gym doors and went home. Took the ball. Well, yeah. That's the yeah worst what, am part. I gonna, what am I going to do? You're back. You being a big baby. To, you want me to get back in the layup line? Yeah, yeah. Hand up. That one's on me. Just on to the next one. Remember, you always say we want you to have opinions. It doesn't matter if you're <laughs> right or wrong. And I then know. You're okay. and, I, and I was wrong. You were wrong. Let's just move on. All right. There's some things. Uh, uh, oh, hey, one more, yeah. one more thing about Friday that I, I, I wanted to mention, mm-hmm. and it's not uh, Ravens related or anything mm-hmm. like that. I think we I think we hit. I think we found something. Okay, on what? On the ten dollars to ten k challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope we did. I hope. I I thought last Friday was what it got off to. If you don't know, what we're talking about. We started. We got rid of the weekend parlay for now. 
We'll probably bring it back during football season. But we wanted to change, we a freshen up, change the sheets a little yeah. bit on a betting segment. So we did the, we always like the idea of building a giant stack and winning a lot of money. So we, we're doing the $10 to $10,000 challenge. Where we're doubling up, doubling the bet every week after it wins. So, right. And we can't pick winners. Yeah, it's obvious that we all suck. We all suck. We've proven we've sucked for the last two years. And it's, hold on, it's impossible to hit, we always say that it's impossible to hit six or seven plays for a parlay. Mm-hmm. So now we're whittling it down to one. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of genius. One, how, how did we stumble, you have how to do we stumble go, into this? All you have to do is go 1-0. and oh. But the, the irony of this, Valdez, is that not, now we don't have to win six in a row. We have to win ten in a row. We're just kicking, the, get, can, we're just kicking the can down the road. I, you realize this will never hit. I know, but <laughs> but, but the taste is going to get... So this, this is what this segment needs. I'm actually excited for this segment, and hopefully we do it again tomorrow at, at 8.20. But we have to get out to a hot start. Last week was crucial of us. And by the way, if you didn't listen, go back and listen. But we're we're soliciting advice from listeners. We're soliciting a play. You sell us on the play. Yeah, you sell us, and then we put our collective brains together to try and pick the one that we vote on that we like most. And what I think the beauty of the segment will be is not who's got the most information, right? Because information is boring on the radio. It's Who's got the best call? And the best call is obviously energy, who's prepared, who's got the good shtick, who's funny. But last week, the guy called in from Home Depot, right? And for some reason, and then Valdez said, oh, he's laying the wood. Yeah, he's okay. calling from the lumber section. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I said, it's a, it's a sign he's calling yeah, yeah, from, that's right, that's right. from that's the right. lumber Bosh. section. <laughs> Tell, it's telling us to lay the wood. But weren't they asking for a guy's uh, job profession? One, yes, one of the guys that called in. Yeah, so they're you, asking uh, what they did for a living, mm-hmm. if they like how they follow these sports. Because we had one guy who is a huge oh, the soccer nerd. Soccer nerd. Um, so, so that's what's the interesting part. Can of I tell segment. you, you got butt lucky with that Georgetown pick that you voted for because the guy had zero information. All he said was Georgetown sucks. And that he was going to the game and that his group chat was lit. Yeah. The the Roma play, the guy had all kinds of information. Did that hit? Yes, of course. They beat him like three nothing. Okay. Uh, but but the, the, this is gonna this is gonna be the the joy of this segment is that and I think I think us giving our rationale and our our hot plays and why we think something's gonna hit, I think that's just kind of getting kind of stale. Yeah. And and when the guys are able when the guys are able to interview and interact and break down who they're who they're talking to, not necessarily what they're talking about. I think that's when they shine at their most. What I, like, what like, I think, like when the guys are doing a what do you do for a, where are you calling from a mm. dollar? What, what do you do for a living? Yeah, that's that's the type of thing that we've stumbled into here. And I think. It has potential to be kind of like the survivor pool where the guys were arguing back and forth and they had to come to an agreement about what the play was going to be. Now, look, right now, it's not it's not that it doesn't really matter. Ten, twenty, forty dollars. We'll start right back over again if it misses. Yeah. But, when but if we, we get on a hot streak the... to week, week five, week six and we've hit five in a row. Yeah. I mean, then, if you're at then, five in a row. How much is that? That's probably 20, 40, 80, 160, well, three, three. Around two fifty or somewhere around there, three hundred. Six six forty. No, for five. If you're no, if you're doubling every time. Is it six forty? 
If you're at number know. five, number six. All right, hey, radio math. Yeah. <laughs> but once it, you, we'll all be able to know once it, once once it gets going, and once there's a little bit of pressure on it. But I mean, we need the listeners to step up. We can't have JP say, "Oh, JP almost botched the whole thing," saying, "Oh, let's give our own place." I first. know. I'm worried. I'm worried since this will be Jason. I know. Lawrence is back for it. That I don't want J- I don't want Jason to take this thing so freaking seriously. Like mm-hmm. I just I, we get it, Jason. You like gambling, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't like have some fun with this. Yeah, like we don't. Yeah, we don't need you anal. We don't need you analyzing every single mid major basketball play that the guys are are throwing in. So here's 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 what we we gonna need from the biddies if you guys like sports gambling and and betting is. Have a good call. Get, have good content. Have good rapport with the guys. Be prepared, and and get, and get on the line before, like when the segment's loading up. When we're teasing it, because we need we need to get right into it. Yeah, I think we was a little bit of a slow start yeah, last week because we were waiting for momentum for the callers to kind of get it and then calling in. Believe me, we got plenty of listeners, and every, we know everyone's sports betting. But we just, I think, a lot of people were not turned off, but they just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. When the first when the first no, no. iteration happens, radio instincts this this will pick up. I think and, it will pick up and, too. And, we just and, and you we, guys we need is it. we need we need something to keep it moving along, right? Like like um like mu- like a bed a music bed, mm-hmm. kind of like speed round but not really speed round. All right, we could play around with that for sure. Like, All right, we just like, don't want like it to be Viva, to- like Viva Las Vegas, like Travis Kelsey. <laughs> the, we don't know anything. <laughs> but so we're trying to find the beauty of 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 radio of these callers. We're just trying to make something entertaining. Yeah, it's not entertaining. All right, Drab, what's your play today? Uh, cakes, what's your play? Nobody has, nobody knows anything. No, you know, it'll be fun. I I I I believe I believe in the in the I'm, junks I, listeners and the biddies. I've actually I'm really excited. I've been thinking I've been thinking about this segment all week. To be honest with you, mm. like I've been looking forward to it. What well, also you, takes you, pressure off us? What, what do you mean? Well, like, we don't have to get down to the dumps if we've missed the last four in a row. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think. Of, no, I'm. I'm actually. I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's fun. I think it's a fun segment. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's he actually likes it. It's actually something I'm looking. I'm was looking forward yeah. to. All right. Um, I want to talk about cakes. There's okay. a lot to talk about with cakes, and cakes usually on this show, he's not in the crosshairs very often. You know he's the nicest junkie. Doesn't offend people. There, there does are, his job. There is a lot of cakes news. There is a lot of cakes news, and maybe it was minor. Maybe it's just a throwaway. But the idea of cakes eating a big fat Italian <laughs> lunch just makes me laugh. Well, why, it, it, why? Why does it put a smile on your face? Because cakes is kind of. I think when it comes to food. Cakes is kind of clueless about nutrition. I, I mean this in a nice way of like nutrition and and what you should be doing with your body. Like cakes is in a box. We all know that. If you said cakes, you need to uh, l- lose weight or something. He would just say, I got to run, right? Like I just yeah, yeah. run. Uh, I won't. Yeah. I he'll never do anything else. Like, like you'll run. say like I, I could do swimming or yeah. anything. Yes. It's a, I'll never forget a couple of years ago on the show, we were talking about calories and, and the amount of calories you have in a day. Cakes said on the air, aren't you supposed to eat like over 3000 calories a day? And that's just, if you ate 3000, you would, you would be 
overweight. Matt, like, over, yeah, three, human, 3,000 is, is it, what every, high, is where, like, everything high, says offensive, base, offensive linemen in college would, would well, try maybe to, not that, yeah. you know, but if you just are obese and you probably weigh 250 pounds or so, you're probably eating 3,000 calories a day. Every, everybody knows everything it says based on a 2,000 calorie diet. Right? Everybody knows. But Cakes was under this impression for years that everybody was eating 3,000. So he's just kind of clueless. But I don't, for just seeing Cakes, like imagine him sitting down for his 1130 lunch. He's got this giant ch- chicken parm slab in front of him. You know what? You know what? I, I it wouldn't even of. cross my mind. You know what it made me think of is the the next day. Well, not the next day, but, but Cakes... I haven't put the two and two together, but Cakes takes monster afternoon naps. Mm-hmm. Well, no wonder he does. He's eating yeah. a, a full chicken parm for lunch. Do you think Cakes is having these massive lunches all the time? I don't. It made me wonder when he was just so, okay, I'll just, I had chicken parm. Like it was then, there. I saw it. So I ate it. I at least gave him the benefit of the doubt. And I said, well, hopefully it's just leftovers. You actually thought he made chicken parm and then. Well, I didn't know if it. I thought that he made it. Maybe I thought he like stopped off at a place and just. You like know, a Mama Lucia yeah, or some something. rigatoni a- place, <laughs> Italian place that picked up a chicken parm for lunch. And that maybe, would be, that would be very cakes like. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, that wouldn't surprise me at all if I found out he's eating chicken parm for lunch. But even if it's leftovers, I might say, uh, I'll have half of it. You know, but right. that's just a, a massive lunch. Uh, just yeah. not something you would think to believe for lunch, especially. Uh, I mean, cakes eat here. I know. Can you can you imagine eating a chicken parm for lunch? Then say like, then you had a real nine to five job. Mm-hmm. All right. Right. You have to go back at your cubicle and not fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, that that's the two p.m. crash. Once you have that chicken parm yeah. for lunch, you're getting that that two p.m. crash. Uh, I also like that cakes is kind of opening up a little bit about his crush on Sydney Sweeney. Or that we're pulling it out of him, I because he he's mentioned her so many times, and I, he's saying no, I discovered her. I've also I've jammed every Sydney Sweeney story imaginable in, in EPs. I know <laughs> Sydney Sweeney. Sydney, I, I'm is trying she, to make she, I'm trying to make her the new Britney. Is she the Kim new Kardashian? Is Sydney where, Sweeney like the new Margot Robbie in Hollywood, where she's the it girl, or is she only just getting this much attention on our show? I think she's getting a lot of attention worldwide because I th- I think she also has like more movies coming out. Mm-hmm. I think she did like three movies in a span that are going to come out within four months of one another. Well, she did that movie, the, the rom-com with Glenn Powell. Yeah. And then, well, and then, then the Mad- Webb. and then I think she has like another one where she's mm-hmm. a nun. Isn't that? Oh, called? yeah. The nun one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, called, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently I'm on uh, the Sydney Sweeney tracker. Uh, I think it's called Immaculate. How do you, th- do you, um, do you so, th- so I think, so I think the news, the news cycle is just getting refreshed w- with Sydney Sweeney over and over and over again. Okay. And- wh- why doesn't Cakes just come out and say, I love those busties or I love <laughs> she's so hot. So what's he, so what he, he's saying? He's, he's saying, I, I discovered, discovered her. We all know what that means because he keeps mentioning well, yeah, her. I, uh, yeah. He needs to just come out and say, I want to f*** Sydney Sweeney. I'm obsessed with her. She's yeah. so hot. I can't stop thinking about her. I don't know. Maybe, maybe is he, he embarrassed? doesn't, he is doesn't he just, want Amy. He doesn't, doesn't want, want embarrass Amy. Amy. To, I think maybe that might be some of it. Yeah. And Amy listens. She does. She does. It'll, so def- maybe, it'll definitely get back to her, Amy. 
But I think that they're there's no shame. There's, there's no, no shame in, in saying attract like Amy is probably Mark McGrath or right. That's the name. Yeah, Mark McGrath. Why can't Sydney Sweeney be cakes is Mark McGrath. McGrath? Yeah, I don't know because she's hall 20, pass. Because she's twenty six. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might have something to do with it. If you went to Sarah and you said, "Hey, I got a thing for Sydney Sweeney," uh, she wouldn't. Probably not. She may not be overly thrilled. But I mean, if she heard it on the show, I don't, she wouldn't care. But if I went home and said, "Hey, babe, Sydney Sweeney's so hot, I'm gonna go upstairs and pull my pants down and think about her," <laughs> no, you know, she, you that know, would not go over well. You know, th- this is just a theory that I have. Mm-hmm. This is why. This is why Sarah and Amy would be so upset is because it's it's the big boobs. Like mm. they they don't necessarily think Sydney Sweeney is this gorgeous person in the face kind of like what margot robbie said like margot robbie is just extremely gorgeous in the face like i think I, like, I, sweeney's i know i know pretty. i know you do but but i think i think with a lot of people she's not she's not pretty in the face like a margot robbie she's is. just only she's she's only just known only for her, her chest yes so that makes women think mm. that Oh, just if any other, if any girl talks to my man or my husband or my boyfriend who has big tits, my husband's just going to look like uh, 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 a Looney Tunes person who has hearts mm. in their eyes. Are, are, I think, I think are, are that's women, the fear. Are women threatened by yes. other chicks with, with, who are uh, uh, yes. Yes. natural bust? Yes. See, I definitely I think, think that. That's kind of a weird thing to, for me to... to um, I think it's for I think me. That's not uh, the first thing I notice on a woman. I mean, sure you notice it, but that's not like the main attraction. Like I would never. I know, say but, I'm single, right? I know, but if you but if you tell but if you tell a woman that, I don't think they'll. They I know, but why are they so worried you? about boobs? Why are women so worried about because boobs? The, I don't think about because boob size is kind of like the penis oh, size it's a, of it's men. A, it's, a, it's a D measuring contest. Yes, mm. that's what it is. Okay, but Valdez, if, if if you know I'm single and I'm at a bar and I see some chick in a low cut top who's got natural or just big big natties, big jugs, right? <laughs> big. But an ugly face. I'm not gonna, I, I'm not going to be interested in talking to her. I'd probably actually be a little grossed out and say, "Put those away." <laughs> so women should be no, more threatened by no, no, a beautiful a, face no, 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 than they it's should. A, I, it's a primal thing. That's okay. what, that's that's but what women you're don't even want big boobs. No, it's a primal Once, thing because in in when you're growing when you're growing up and mm-hmm. women develop in middle school okay. sooner or more advanced than other girls in their grade, they feel threatened by them because they because all of the boys that are just hit puberty are flocking to these women who developed quicker than other girls. That's that's why that's mm. why women have this kind of territorial but, aspect of their sure. boobs. But do women want big breast? Obviously, because they made no, no, uh, no. they made a surgery for it. Big natural. Okay, big, big natural. I'm not trying to be gross here. I'm really not trying to be gross. Big natural <laughs> natty. bra- big, big natties. Okay, big natties. Do women want big natties? I think they do when they're 18. I think they I don't come to th- the, yeah. I don't think a 45-year-old woman is out there dying to have big natural breast. <laughs> I think it's a it's a want it's a want for women, all right? It's a want for women early in their life. Mm-hmm. Then when they they're, when they're perky. And, yeah. Okay. And then they then they realize the hassle that big natties have. Mm-hmm. A lot of women get breast reductions. 
I know. I mean, Sydney Sweeney talked about possibly getting a breast reduction, and her mother talked her out of it. I think she will regret not getting a breast reduction Mm. in her in her life because you just think about it. No, she won't. That's the reason why she's famous. Well, then, no. Well, when she has her back Mm. back issues and she has her. Big veins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was being gross. I'm just, mm. I'm just saying that's that's what it, that's what it comes down to mm. is that is that there is a there's deep down there's a primal uh, jealousy that you have when uh, when you see your peers and you see your friends develop before. I mean, just think about it. That's why girls used to stuff their bras. In yeah. sixth and seventh grade mm-hmm. is because their friends were starting to develop before them and they felt insecure about it. And this is the same. And now all of a sudden, Sydney Sweeney is bringing the same type of insecurity that you felt when you were 12, 13, 14 years old. Is that why women like um, girls like what's her name? The other chick from Euphoria. Zendaya. Zendaya. Right. Because she's not like an intimidating figure. No. Like women like women love Zendaya. Right. Because because she's she's cute. She's cute. She's fun. But she doesn't have like that intimidating uh, curve curve. I think some figure. Yeah. All right. I I would definitely go with that. It's a little unfair. I Zendaya could be a mean person. Could be nasty. Hey, the same thing's also happening with Billy. Are you are you are you a big uh streaming guy are you watching love is blind six yes you are i uh i've i've watched uh, First all of all, the i really i've watched it for like 20 it's, seconds no, okay it's, it's the greatest train wreck known to man well i so I, so I, you know like my wife's going to sleep she'll always ask me for like a back scratch or a back rub and so then i i get into bed with her before my bedtime and I'm rubbing her back, and, she, and love like I don't, love is blind is always on. I, I feel like it started the thing started like two years ago. Somehow they're always on six, but then there's other love is blind shows no, 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 from no, other yeah. countries. I'm not yeah, really following. Yeah, all I mean, of it. that's just there's like love is blind Sweden or something. Yeah, love is blind Brazil. Yeah. The, all right, but this is an American version. I, yeah, I've watched the American version. I've two. If you if if you don't watch Love Is Blind, I'm sure a lot of you don't. Either start watching it or just fast forward. <laughs> There's two things that I that I have commentary on about that show okay. from this season. A, there's a guy I saw in the first episode who is so bizarre and strange that they put him on the show, but he, I don't even remember his name. He had no business being on that show. He couldn't talk to women. He yeah. couldn't have a. He was so analytical. They He's put him so behind a sh- wall, yeah. yes, and he like he was so sh- socially awkward, and he wasn't like talking to any of the guys during the breaks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I. I said, I said to Sarah, this guy's a serial killer. Like, this is a guy that would chop up a woman and put her in a suitcase and yeah. throw her in a river somewhere. Wait, wasn't there a match game or a newlywed game where one of the contestants yes, that, was a that, serial killer? Yeah, that, that did happen. It's the, it's the same. It's the same. I, I, get, I get the same vibe from yeah, this guy. He was, he was so he could not have a conversation with women at all, and every one of the girls was like, "Oh my god, what's with this guy?" And of course, they can't see him because no. they're behind a partition. No, he was so so. It's because. The I think the series never really had a guy like that before, mm-hmm. and so they threw. They was threw, he casted on purpose? I think he was. They cast, knew he yeah, was a train wreck. Yeah, he was casted on purpose. But why would you apply to be on a show like that if you're if you pretty much have social anxiety be, because, disorder and you can't a lot hang of, out? With. A lot of people who are on that show or mm-hmm. applied to that show are trying to get C level stardom. Is he trying to be a star? Or is he trying to like break out of whatever shell he's in? It could be both. 
I th- when I whenever I watch the show, my first my first inclination or question to myself is: Are they here for Are they here for the right purpose? Mm. Okay, <laughs> that's what I've heard them say that on the show. <laughs> and then I, I, I there's right, a guy, okay, number two. There's a guy named. I, didn't lie. I wish you would have told me you were a big love is blind. I'm not guy. big as love is blind guy. Believe me. Are you, I, are you all as, caught up? As soon as as soon as Sarah falls asleep, I'm out of the room. I'm like I, I'm not in there watching the whole episode. It's but trash, I, I, it's great trash TV. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's I, awesome. Trash I do. TV. I do love the reveal. I like the reveal. So do I. And you know, you know what I do immediately mm-hmm. when I see the reveal. I see their body. I watch their kiss. Then I go. They'll make it. You, you can tell immediately. That's, that's from what their I, body language. That's what I try to do is by the yeah. by the body language, or that's not going to happen. So I told I told Sarah. I said I like that Jimmy guy. As soon as I saw him, I said I like that guy. Turns out he's like one of the main guys on the show this season. Jimmy, which one? Jimmy's the is guy. He, is he, oh, is that the guy that looks like Justin Thomas? Yes, yeah, yeah, like a fat Justin Thomas. Yeah, fat Justin Thomas. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> All right, but I, I see everyone talking on 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 Facebook and social media today about the woman who told him. She said, "My friends say I look like Megan Fox." Yeah, but she she's now look. The girl he was talking to was not ugly. She was a pretty gal. Yeah, but she looked nothing like Megan Fox. Uh, she, she only said I look like Megan Fox because they, she had the same color hair, mm-hmm. tattoos, and same color eyes. I've been. I've Why been, would a woman set, set herself up to fail? fail? That's like me, Valdez. If I was on behind that partition and I told a girl I look like Leonardo DiCaprio, okay, and then I walk down that hallway with my bald head, the only the only thing that resembles him is our blue eyes. All right, Drab, from a Drab, bygone era, Drab would look like he's dressing up in the Titanic. Could you, yeah, could you imagine me telling a girl that I look like? I would never do that. You would, why would you set yourself up to look like an idiot and let the person down? Why would you? Why you would set you the, bar the bar low. low. Yes. yes, I guess because you wanted to be chosen so bad. That's also a part of it. Is that the uh, that these guys want to advance into the honeymoon part into mm-hmm. the next so phase bad. of the series? It's kind of well- like you're catfishing. A little bit. It's, it, you're, 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 also, you're, you're also not privy to a lot of their conversations. Mm-hmm. It's also, I, I, I get very frustrated. Oh, you think it's the editing made her look bad? I think of the editing. I think they knew that what they had on their hands when they said, what do I look like? Mm-hmm. There, was, there was a, I'll never forget this part. There was, a, and I, I think it was an Indian dude. All right. He was very, he was like a veterinarian or a doctor. Yeah. He was, he was very suave. He was, he seemed cool um and and he asked the question like he also dj'd like on the side like uh yeah and he asked one of the girls like if she liked musics and festivals and she said she did and they talked about like going to one together mm-hmm. and then his his question to her is if we are at a festival could i put you on my shoulders <laughs> <laughs> that was that's a great question that, that was that was his way of asking if if you're fat or not <laughs> I, <laughs> so they all they all have they uh, all have their ways have, of, try, of mm, trying to figure. I don't out think on that show to. you should be allowed to say who do you look like or what celebrity do you look no, like that, that because it should, it be, should be a total surprise. Right. I don't even think you should know what nation like what what, what nation race or race anything, someone yeah. is. Because I totally agree. That would be even even better for the surprise, in my opinion. But I, I, again, I totally I've watched agree. like probably twenty minutes total of these seasons. No, but that that's that's what it is. Is her friends. Her friends tell her that to gas her up because maybe, she has this and maybe same color she, hair. Maybe she looked tattoos. like her 10 years ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, probably. I mean, not that the woman was old, but that's just a very high bar. 
I know. You're like one of the hottest women in the world. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what I would say. And then I kept, th- now, and I kept thinking about thick Megan Fox and A1. <laughs> yeah, 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 him Megan. telling us that his hey, girlfriend wh- looked like Megan hey, Fox. What would you, what would you do? If you would die hey, laughing if she's said I thick, look, yeah, thick I look like Megan Fox. That would have I would have FaceTime Adam yeah. immediately. A, she said, I'm a poor man, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The show has me intrigued a little bit. I will say that you should you should watch. It's um it's dement it's demented. The produ- I, I think about the production value on it. Yeah, and I think about a lot of the editing that they have to do because all they do is they put they put these couples in a room forever for hours for like, hours and hours. And they have and to they, find they have to find the the best, foot the best one minute, footage yeah mm-hmm. that they they put together. Also, they're just com- just supplying them with alcohol mm-hmm. like like. Trying to get them so stupid. Oh, are drunk. they drunk when they when they go into those private booths? Oh yeah, they they are supplying them. Oh, with I said I didn't even really notice that. And and um, they're actually trying to orchestrate. They're trying to orchestrate drama and fights mm-hmm. by supplying them alcohol, having um, the exes from the booths come back into their lives. It, it's it's almost like force. Force feeding drama. I had it, no idea they bring exes back in there. Yes, the one like the people oh, you, that you have me a little the intrigued. Pe- the people that they would have matched with if they uh-huh. didn't marry the other people. Oh, okay, they, bring, gotcha. they bring them. Uh-huh. They let them see them when they come out into the oh, real world. Juicy. Yeah, and uh-huh. they, they make a whole love triangle about it. <laughs> they know what they're doing. <laughs> they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually marvel at the production value of it. And and the amount of thought it takes to put that show together. Mm-hmm. Now I would be so better editing that video for, for hours on end. Well, they probably have quite a few of them. And then you know they then the main producer or the showrunner or whatever t- takes a look at a three hour episode and yeah. says, "Cut this down, cut that out." They um they they do a whole psychological eval of these people before they stick them in the booth. Well, that's why I was surprised about the serial killer being on there. I mean, that guy clearly had no business being on that show. That was just there to. No, they just they knew what they knew what they were doing. Uh huh. They they were going to you can't they have were gonna set, everybody they were gonna be set exactly that guy, same. They were going to set that guy up to fail. To I'm guessing where, nobody chose him for the next round. Uh, one girl did give him the time of day, mm-hmm. and then it just ended after. Then he was so psycho that was it, was, that, was that the black girl that she was nice to him? Yeah, she was nice to him. Uh-huh. Gave him the time of day. And then once she kind of like moved on from him, he, he didn't move he, on. He, he was like me. He took, he, he, no, he was like me. He took his ball and went home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right. Let's take a quick break. We still got a lot more to get into here, Valdez. What else do you want to get into when we come back? Uh, I want to talk about Beyonce's new song and uh, is Hitter Hurting Dead on the show? All right. And what about uh, JP always looking for a competition? Oh, we got to talk about the cookie challenge. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Bit Season, episode 119. This portion of the show is brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep supports Bit Season, supports me, supports Drabby, supports AWOD, supports the Junks. We love Mike. Get some today at don'tsleepenergy.com and use that promo code BITSEASON. That's two words, BITSEASON, for 10% off every order. Uh, follow and like on all social media at don'tsleepenergy.com. Huh. I think we're going to need a don't sleep fridge, a mini fridge in here. Oh, I remember when the junks used to have that one of back those in the energy, day. Dr- energy fridges. For one, yeah. Back back in 15 years ago, they had one. I think we need one for don't yes. sleep because all the guys are obsessed. They go in my office all the time grabbing them. So. Do, you remember, do you remember the days, speaking of the fridge and radio, mm. uh, specifically, I remember a, a, a show, Opie and Anthony. They used to have a Jägermeister dispenser oh, they did. in their I studio. Do you think it was legit? Like oh, where they drink? Oh, I, oh, I definitely think I definitely know they, it's legit. Were go, the, go were the read, producers drinking on air? Go read uh, some of the. That's you know that's the show that's been uh, lost forever. Which the, one? The, the Jägermeister. The, the Jägermeister in studio dispenser. That no, Opie, that nothing's last forever. <laughs> I I know, but mm. that's the lost forever. Mm. There was shenanigans. Okay. Uh, on, uh, on, uh, do do I'll a Google, Google search, a deep do, dive. Do a deep dive. Duck, duck, go on <laughs> on Opie and Anthony and the Jägermeister dispenser. Um, but anyways, hey, um, we T is going into break. Uh, JP kind of getting called out for his competitive nature. Mm-hmm. Um, you really, you really laid into him. I um, did. I was I, a little bit Rick at the end of the show. I think, I think, uh, you were in your feels a little bit. You got caught, you got caught into uh comment hell, uh, by, by listeners of the junkies. Um, but, but drab and Mar and cakes have really started, <laughs> have really started, <laughs> glomming on to this football thing that they're, that they're doing between the breaks. And Drab is upset that JP kind of took the joy out of it. 
So he was kind of a killjoy when it became your I, bit. I know. Well, first off, he he over-exaggerated how long we'd been doing it. He made us sound like losers and said, they've been doing this for three weeks. We had done it probably also, a total yeah. of like 40 throws leading also, up to yeah, that. I understand that because you have you have listeners and you have your boss listening that you you don't yeah, want I mean, him to I'm think that you're- I'm not going out there screwing around <laughs> yes. every commercial break. It's just that's, that's the perception that he gave is that you guys are out there playing grab ass anytime you, you got a, a free segment. So I know he's he's the content king for social media, and he's got. <laughs> I also like that he dubbed himself the content king. Yeah, I know he's trying to. Uh, I don't know, keep pace with his daughter or something. Some there's yes. something going on there where his daughter. So he's trying to maybe have a connection with his daughter, or and you know I, I appreciate no, him. We appreciate him running the social media because no, we know it's part, important. But it's part of the uber competitiveness is that he's hmm. trying he's trying to keep pace with his daughter. Yes. JP JP will be the I don't know if he'll be the first one to tell you but if you challenge JP even if about being competitive mm-hmm. JP will be competitive about being competitive. Yes. And I think you witnessed that at the end of the show where Drab was was screaming about about the cookie challenge and everything's a challenge <laughs> and and everything needs to be mm-hmm. a, a race, a competition. There needs to be a winner. There needs to be a loser. It kind of look. I I appreciate JP coming up with like content for the show and for the social media, like because that is important. But we were just not everything has to be a competition. Like we were just out there shooting shooting the s. Basically, right? Mm-hmm. Messing around, seeing if we could throw a ball into a bucket. There was no, there was nothing really competitive about it. There was nothing like, oh, whoever makes it first gets fifty dollars. We were literally flinging a football with our wrist fifteen yards over this table, and you couldn't really see the garbage can that well, so it was kind of a blind throw from where we were standing. You used, you used the excuse. I don't know if I want to use the word excuse because I kind of buy into it, but you're you're kind of indoctrinating Mar because yeah, Mar, Mar's kind. Used to him, yeah. Mars also, you know, he's a quiet guy. Yes, the, the, you, you know, we're not having problems bonding, but you know, it's not as chatty as if Adam was there. So I found something that Mars into. Yeah, he's Mar played. Mar played high school football. You know, so growing up. So. so we're just out there, just being boys, be, boys being boys, just hanging out, yeah. and then it, somehow it turned into this like barstool competition of like who's gonna make it first, and that's not what it was. And there's a time and place for that stuff. And then he posts this. Uh, of course, he doesn't show us the video, right? He, <laughs> well, you knew that was gonna happen. Uh, I mean, we were doing different type of throws. Some of the throws were bullet throws. Some of the, and so hey. of course I, he shows this video. It's unflattering of me and the other guys. Like why? Because you look bad, or your throws look bad. Also, I'm you not know even. The, tr- I'm literally just flinging it with my wrist. You know what the most unflattering part of the vi- the video is? What is that? He put on some sort of loop of a song called "Wasting My Time." <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So everyone sees our, our 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 staff of the show wasting their time flicking a ball when they could be do, doing know, something it's, more. It's, it's it's off last week's bit season where I told you I I can do two things well I can throw a football well and I can kick a twenty five yard field goal right so I do all that bragging you put me on the spot last week 
none of that's changed from my opinion, but I got all these people now on the, on the comments who think I can't throw a football. I'm, I, I'm just messing around. Okay. I could throw a football. I could throw a football probably further than any of those guys making those comments about me. And it, it was just ricking me. That's not my, my, necessarily my form or anything like that. I can throw, I can throw a ball far and hard if I want to, and I can kick a ball. I look silly throwing a ball. That's what you want to say. But why doesn't, why doesn't JP just accept that he's, the competition guy like why is he denying it what, i know okay. why was that segment called a cookie challenge last week i still don't have an explanation he goes oh because of uh alliteration that doesn't make sense what about cookie uh cookie crumble yeah uh, a cookie crumble yeah i don't know come uh, up with a different one a royal crumble but well, he's obsessed with uh, everything having a score yeah, or a challenge or proving who's number one he did a poll and then he did, did a poll, poll. Yeah, the poll poll <laughs> yeah to, to see who who is going to i guess win said throwing challenge but this but just jp just accept being the the competition guy that's you, what you're you known like, for you like competition why is it so bad that you like competition does that mean you're trying too Every, hard yes does that mean that's what it is is that jp's a, a try hard if if, if, if he wants comp- competition i'll never i'll never forget um, the con- when we used to do spring break parties, the, sorry to interrupt. That's what just reminded me because he said provide examples. That he said, I said you're the competition guy, and he goes provide examples for me off the top of my head. And the only thing I could come up with at the exact moment was you called it cookie challenge last week. But there's been a billion times where JP has said tr- make everything a competition between us. Well, didn't he sign up? Didn't he sign up for a half marathon because uh, our yeah, friend yeah, Cork sure. challenged him? Right, and he's got basically has a broken foot. <laughs> right, you think? Yeah, he's, or, he's competitive. Or, no, no, with the golf thing, the the Purple Heart, where we're out there just boys, just being boys. Same exact thing. Same thing. Where boys are being boys. It's me and Valdez and Cakes, and then he brings a ringer to try to prove that he's a better. His team's better golfer than the rest of us. No, this is this is a classic. This is classic competitive JP. Is the spring spring break party back in Fairfax when when mm-hmm. myself, uh, Othello and Shorts, the IDM boys, yeah. we're doing our Get Huge Club. Bit. Get Huge Club, All infamous, right? in, infamous Get mm-hmm. Huge Club. I uh, it's still talked about to this day, <laughs> mostly by just you three. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the pinnacle of our life, uh-huh. um, where we became fat disasters, and it was. It was the big reveal in front of all of the guys and girls at the state theater. We were getting into our speedos and showing off our bodies. So we were going to be held accountable for for trying to lose weight. And everybody worked hard. It was was surprising. Mm -hmm. Othello worked hard. I worked hard. Loose shorts looked amazing. And we finally go out there and we're showing off our bodies and JP's emceeing it and he's calling us all out there and we, we, we douse ourselves in baby oil. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We have a, we have a curl bar in the back so that we got an extra you pump. A pump going, <laughs> yeah. the blood flowing. Yeah. Just so we look, so we mm-hmm. look awesome. And we all, we all are so proud of ourselves. Um, it was the first time we ever committed to anything like that. And we were high fiving on, we were high fiving each other on stage. Yeah, I all was right? there. And then JP turns it into a Mr. Olympia competition <laughs> where I'm supposed, we're supposed to flex against one another like I'm Ronnie Coleman. 
I know, I, but you know, no, he, what, he, but he you know what JP's defense he, of that will be. He what? He'll say that was good segment. That turned out good. Everybody but liked that it. That was not the point of it. The I know. Point it's never of it the... is that we held ourselves accountable mm-hmm. and we stripped down in front of five hundred people to to show to to show what we did. We were out mm-hmm. there embarrassing ourselves uh, for the sake of entertainment, and then he had us. He literally had us flexing in front of one another, eye to eye, like we were Stallone and Hulk Hogan. Hey, speaking of that, that is why I I told Quark the other day I'm out on the big reveal. He's mad at me and he says, you're not out. But I just don't feel like taking my shirt off in front of JP and him like pointing out, making it some weird competition thing. I thought about it yesterday after the show. And like comparing it to other people, right, well, how would he? How would he? How would he turn it into something? I don't know. Like that? He'll just find a way. He'll find a way to turn everything into compare it to Ryan Clary. That's a hundred percent what he'll do. Is and it, I'm just not interested in that. I, the only reason I started working out and I, I go to the mill four times a week and I'm trying to eat right is for was for me. I'm not. It wasn't a competition. I'm not trying to get huge or anything like that. I was just trying to lose some man boobs and, I know, and that to, get, the, to get in shape. I did the, it for me. That and was I, the whole. That was the whole point of the get huge club. Is that we're we're right. we're racking iron and we're trying to get fit. We're trying to. But get, can you not see that happening? He'll say, "Bring Ryan Clary." Now, Clary, take your shirt. I'm just. I'm speaking not over of, it. Speaking I, of transformations, yeah. Ryan's has the best. Who has the best transformation at the station? A, th- a thousand percent. That's what it will turn into. So I said, "Dude, I, we'll that, that, keep that, the, the Memorial the, Day." It also always started as a bit because I said I was going to take my shirt off for Valdez <laughs> at the Memorial we, Day barbecue. Well, this is what we do is we'll just invite Biddies to a pool to, to <laughs> your right. local pool, and we'll do it there, All and right. then video it. All right. We'll do something like that. I'm just not. I, JP will suck I, the fun. Any sort of reward you, uh, out. Fine. Of it. I don't want you to get discouraged. No, I'm I like, discouraged at this point. I'm discouraged. I like. I like fit drab. All right. I still like going. I'm still going. I haven't given I know, up. I know. I know. But but I didn't. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> I'm glad to see that was on your mind. <laughs> I know. But, um, but all right. it was just. Uh, but I understand. I understand what you're saying. But on a side not, note, not, not, can I say every- on a side note, I do like the cookie challenge segment. Not not the challenge <laughs> part of it. Yeah, not, there's no challenge a part I, of but it. But I do like the fact that JP had a good idea of let's eat the, this um, snack on the show, I know, which I've I, been saying because I said we should be eating the Subway stuff on the show. But he actually went out, had an idea at night, said, "I'm at Costco. Should I buy these cookies and bring them in for the show? Have everybody?" I actually love that. What about bit season uh, stuff? Yeah. I I uh, I J- or Eric was all excited because he got sliced for the sugar high, mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, why don't we do some sort of sweets, some sort of treats Friday, Friday treats? We sh- we should. So tomorrow's Friday. All right. So what do we need? What a choco taco that's back. I, I'm down with any fast food, like any fast food item that comes out or anything like that. Look, this it's we're not breaking ground here, new ground. <laughs> like the fast food pinata has been or whatever. I mean, what everybody's about, done. What done about this. mom's mom's pie? That but it doesn't have Leesburg. to be every but does it have to be every week? Every Friday. Every Friday. <laughs> we're doing we're doing a, a a a food segment. I don't know. You just eat I, I I'm down with it. Well, I, but, but how do we we got one but day. Yeah, it's got a we got one day. We got one day. We need, we need Well, here's people. also the problem is that all the fast food places are closed. Well, I mean, we'd have to have somebody bring us it during the show. And it has to be, you can't get a, a Big Mac at 9 a.m. No, no. So I guess we'll have to brainstorm. So more back and back. To, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I would like, there, there's stuff out there we could definitely try, especially with desserts. 
you know, you could freeze them or keep them in the refrigerator. That would be easier to do than, you know, like a hot sandwich or something. Some sort of ice cream sundae. I get yeah, what you're maybe. saying. Um, hey, what, what about why don't you why don't you bring in your uh, Tillamook ice cream that you hype up so much? Your well, you like poisonberry and that what you like? Tillamook. Tillamook. You say mook. You you Tillamook. Tillamook. But but it's it's <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm a big fan of their yeah. ice cream. I why haven't had you, in a while. Yeah. Why don't you bring that in? Why don't, why don't you bring that in tomorrow and say, hey, I want to keep the treats, treat train rolling. No, I, if we need a segment for tomorrow, we'll go to Subway across down the street and we'll get the 12-inch cookie. Do you think they'll have the 12-inch cookie? In- I mean, that's our bet. I think so. It's, I a think very cook- t- it's a very tiny Subway. <laughs> I don't know if they have a 12-inch cookie in there. No, they have that. Well, we'll find out. Tomorrow we'll find out if they uh, walk over there. Maybe we'll right, do we'll a cookie bring- challenge. <laughs> okay. Why don't you bring in your Tillamook in tomorrow? But the guys Just, don't know about it. They're they're not in on the Tillamook stuff. We have to get them on it. It's something that they see people discussing all the time. I haven't seen Tillamook ice cream at the top of headlines recently. But the Taco Bell Baja Pie or whatever it's called uh-huh. that just came out, that's something we could do. I'm JP's got a sweet tooth. we got to play to their strengths. I, I know. That's what we're exactly trying to do. <laughs> all right. And we'll have a, the Baja Challenge. The Baja, <laughs> what? Just the challenge thing is basically yeah, Baja challenge. Um, all right, guys. Well, let's have. Uh, we didn't get to Beyonce. I wanted to talk about Beyonce and hit a her team, but we just didn't have time for it today. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Hit, hit. Make it was a that hit. song Make a smash hit. Make a hit. Well, that's a great song, but it doesn't have a Where's the hook? Where's the Where's the hook, Valdez? I I thought about that. The hook is actually in the beginning of the song. Yes, and then in the then in, back in the middle of the song. Yeah, yeah. It's not as formulaic as every other song. The hook's right. at the beginning. Then you have, uh, uh, not the chorus. Tilt of the week, JP saying, that's not country. They're not singing about trucks and beer. That was, that was my, uh, th- when he said that, I don't even like country. That tilted me. He's, he's a smart ass comment. Just, he's doing an anti, he's doing like a hick thing. No, mine, uh, mine he's is. He's doing an elitist thing. Mine is when Jason, Jason doesn't like the song because I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Whatever. <laughs> Um, all right, guys, have a great weekend. We'll see you, I guess, tomorrow on the Junkies if you're listening to that, maybe for the Cookie Challenge, or more <laughs> importantly, the $10 to 10K say. I'm excited to run it up. All right, let's go. All right, everybody, have a great uh, rest of your day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you. Later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. <laughs> 